Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 23. 23. A number, a prime number, right? I actually yeah, remember yeah, like it's... celebrating prime numbers once. And was that on yeah. this podcast or is that Sturgis Podmore? That was Sturgis Podmore. That's what we I used thought. To, I used to get pretty up for the prime numbers. Yeah. 23, as former guest on the show Anand told me the day I turned 23, it's our Jordan year. Michael Jordan wore number 23. Oh, okay. We should get a fresh pair of Jordans for the podcast to celebrate. We could do that, or... Do podcasts wear shoes? Um, I wish I was wearing shoes, honestly. There's nothing really stopping me except for the fact that I'm in my own home, but... That's a really weird wish. That is a very <laughs> well, like, accomplishable let wish. <laughs> let me explain. My, my office uh, is... A, it's basically like a sun porch, so it's very, it's it's extremely cold. It's not it's not temperature controlled, and it has become pretty chilly out here in Virginia. And my toes are absolutely frigid because, and it's like a tile floor, and I'm wrapped in a blanket right now. I I haven't mentioned that yet, but I am in fact wrapped in a blanket. You know they have these new like indoor shoes that are just made of cloth that you can wear in your home. Listen, man, I have two pairs of socks on, and I'm not joking. I what have, the fuck? Like, you have two pairs I- of socks on, and you're <laughs> feet are cold <laughs> i'm not joking i have like my like i wear a lot of like thin socks because that's just how i like socks and so i had on like my regular pair of thin socks and it was just not doing the trick so i put on like a p- little bit thicker socks over it and it's it's been helping but might i introduce thing- <laughs> you to thick socks i don't have any like really thick socks so actually i do but i've worn them this week so they're dirty and the other the other thing that the cold has brought into my cold cold office is I have a new um I have a new friend I have a new coworker who his his desk is set up right next to mine. Um, there's a cockroach in a cup with yeah, a towel no, it's over our it friend. sitting yeah. next to my desk, and it's been there for over 24 hours now. And that is where he lives. I'm not going to do anything about it. I so. really thought seeing the the Snapchat of that meant like, uh, I saw a roach as I was heading out the door, just going to put a cup over it for now. I'll come back and actually address it. Oh. No, it's I will put a cup over it and wait it out for the rest of its natural life or my own. <laughs> yeah, I put it, I put the cup on it the night before. And then I came downstairs and I was like, I can't look at you. So I put a towel over it. And then I left. Might I suggest like sliding a plate under the cup and then. Yeah, you might suggest you're full of suggestions today, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I just think you could manage your life a little better with some simple solutions like plates and socks. Somebody could some somebody could do that, but I will not. I and I'm kind of fine with it as it is. No, but that's part of the problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> anyway. This has become robots on mundane inanity. <laughs> uh, this is Robots on Typewriters, a oh, podcast yeah. all about funny stuff made by computers and made by people using computers, algorithms, artificial intelligence, deep learning, deep. Our neural networks, all that all all those computational creativity. Look, I was trying to not use our new fantastic word this week. Why? I don't know. Just felt like can't overdo it on a term that accurately describes what we do. 
<laughs> Can't make everybody think we actually know what we're talking about. Anyway, it's your turn for the zesty hat this week, I believe. Yeah, it is. So on this podcast, we have two segments, the first of which is the zesty hat. The zesty hat is where we like to showcase something new and exciting in the world of funny computers from the last week or so, or at least something that's new to us within the last week or so. And today, I want to bring a new topic to the floor that I don't think we've discussed on here. Social robotics. Ooh. That is to say, actual robots, like the little moving around, looking like a person kind of robots. Oh, okay. So this week, I want to talk about Pepper. Pepper is a robot made by SoftBank, which is a big Japanese uh, tech and financial company. SoftBank is the parent company for a robotics company you probably have heard of. That's Boston Dynamics. You know, those little dog robots or parkour Mm -hmm. robots. Whenever you see a a cool robot moving around video, that's normally Boston Dynamics. Well, they're owned by the company SoftBank. And SoftBank's robot Pepper was in the news this week as it testified before Parliament in the UK. I saw it. It kind of makes it sound like Pepper like witnessed a crime or something. (laughs) That's not exactly true. So first, let me just tell you a little bit more about the idea of Pepper. So Pepper's like uh, about three feet tall, looks kind of like a human child, um, has a screen on her front and can speak to people, can recognize faces, can I think remember like names and a little bit of like something about the person it's talking to. And it's kind of just a general social robot. Uh, This is kind of a a problem or an opportunity in so much of the kind of AI tech social world, especially the human computer interaction world that I kind of exist in that Uh, A lot of people like to just build stuff that, like, does something cool. And then when you say, oh, like, how would people use this? They go, I don't know. They'll probably find some way to use it. Uh, So Pepper's kind of just intended to be kind of social and friendly. It's been employed a little bit in real life scenarios uh, in schools to kind of, like, interact with kids and, like, help them learn but just kind of be like a gimmick so they talk to the robot and play math games with it um everyone always says about this and everything else in human computer interaction you could probably just have it like talk to older people who don't have anyone to talk to and that'll make them happy uh it's also been used as like a receptionist in offices and as like a hostess in restaurants um i don't know to what (laughs) effect good or bad that has been so far (laughs) but those are just some of the uh use cases that have been tried out with pepper i think primarily like its biggest use so far is that research groups and like both in industry but more so in education like university research groups will buy a pepper robot just to like put their like make some new software for it and try it out and see if it can do different things. Um, That's what I would say it's best at just being like an instance of a robot that works well enough. Uh, So yeah, it testified before parliament, basically just arguing for, you know, more funding for AI and saying we're in the fourth 
uh, industrial revolution now and you need AI and STEM funding to bring UK into the future or whatever. And of course, it became a whole little like gimmicky sideshow of MPs asking it questions and everyone having their own little quip. Uh, Tory MP Lucy Allen said Pepper was better than some of the ministers we've had before us at answering questions uh-huh. and, and speaking to other members of parliament. <laughs> Uh, Pepper said, robots will have an important role to play, but we will always need the soft skills that are unique to humans to sense, make, and drive value from technology. I thought you were going to say we'll always need the soft skin that humans have, and I was momentarily (laughs) really creeped out. Yeah, Pepper said we will always need the fleshy bits of humans to keep us happy. (laughs) Gross. So yeah, it's, it's kind of just a an interesting tech like in search of a use case that they can kind of trot out there and say look how cool this is give us more money uh yeah yeah, i'm reading a lot of the details i'm getting right now from a bbc news article by jane wakefield from a couple of days ago um and a quote that kind of i enjoyed for its cynicism but i i feel like you're gonna not like this guy Uh, Professor Michael (laughs) Woolridge, head of AI at Oxford University, told the BBC it was an embarrassing gimmick that gave AI a bad name. Aw, she's so cute, though. I had a feeling that would be your reaction. Yeah, I think I think (laughs) he put that in a pretty overly negative way. But I think what academics might say is like it makes it look like all AI or like the goal of AI is this like weird gimmicky little like oh look it talks to you when there's like right more useful ai projects out there that like benefit people more than this chatty little robot does right yeah i can but totally hey get that. <laughs> i mean you can't have your you know cancer screening algorithm answer questions from members of parliament why not i i just don't think its answers would be nearly as clever <laughs> as whatever pepper would say but yeah, I, I highly encourage you to go look up Pepper, see her in action, uh, see this robot chatting with people and moving around. It's a little bit creepy, but it's pretty cute. I think she's adorable. She's just she's so cute. She's so sweet looking. I'm she's like a so little friendly. put off that she can recognize faces and like remember people. Oh shit, she can? Yeah. So like that's the idea of putting her as like a receptionist or as a so like if you had her as a receptionist at your office, she could come in and be like, oh, Allison, right. your meeting is on the third floor. You'd be like, well, I didn't tell you I'm Allison. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a little creep, huh, Pepper? You looking at my schedule, Pepper? <laughs> also from the Wikipedia page, uh, I'm of the human-computer interaction variety that really likes user experience and seeing how people act around things like this. But there's kind of a, a running idea in uh, in this kind of tech world that the people that, like, make this cool stuff don't care about really testing, like, what people think mm-hmm. of it and, like, how people use it. They just, like, throw it in the world and say, like, <laughs> well, there it is. So the <laughs> funny enough, the Wikipedia page has a single sentence about user experience, and it's this. In September 2015, a visitor frustrated with his customer experience lashed out against Pepper, damaging the unit. Oh, no. I, 
That's so upsetting. Why is How this like do that? So in 2015, I believe it was basically just being used in like tech demonstrations and like SoftBank's like <laughs> electronics, like uh, like their Best Buys of Japan or whatever. So like yeah. imagine going into a Best Buy, seeing a cute little robot that's like making some mistakes and fucking up and then just beating it up. What are you doing? Or like not even a robot. Like imagine going into Best Buy and like trying out a computer and it not working the way you want it to and just like throwing it on the ground. <laughs> like why like, would you do that to anything? Like sir, that is not yours to damage. <laughs> so wait, is there just one pepper no, unit? No, or there's are many there, instantiations like, many of pepper. Okay. So okay, like that's what I thought. the pepper that testified before Congress was probably or before Parliament was probably purpose built, but like there's mm. still a bunch of peppers like working in offices in Japan and in France, wow. and there's okay. a bunch of peppers in UK universities, for example. Okay. They say one cool. such purpose. Uh, all Hamazushi restaurants in Japan have pepper as, wow. I guess, a hostess. As a client who won't leave. Client is not what you call a person who eats at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's. That's social robotics news for you. That's Pepper news cool. for you. I know you've been wondering what Pepper's been up to. <laughs> Where will she go next? So with that, I will I will take back my zesty hat. I will put it back on Pepper, who I believe would make a good hat rack, <laughs> if, if nothing else. <laughs> Rude. She's more than that. All right. Well, thank you for that very zesty hat, and I'm going to take us on into our trashy toy. And uh, my last trashy toy was spooky-themed in a way. I was kind of, it was kind of a soft, a soft launch for the spooky season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call October here on the podcast. In the business. Um, <laughs> it was season. Um, There's turkey season. Santa season. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I um, I'm gonna do another spooky thing because it is my whole jam. It's my favorite situation. <laughs> you want to change your birthday to Halloween? <laughs> um, I do, <laughs> I do want to change my birthday to Halloween. My best friend growing up, her birthday was Halloween. Alyssa Perna's birthday was Halloween. Um. <clears throat> Shout out that to you, Alyssa. Out. Defo not listening. That checks out. I mean, it's just when she was <laughs> born, she didn't choose her birthday. I mean, like, it does check out. But Look, like, it checks out. <laughs> yeah, it does check out. Anyway, um, I, uh, um, I've planned another spooky game for you. What we're going to do this week is we're going to tell some spooky ghost stories. And I'm very excited. The way we're going to do this in a way that is um, computer-assisted is we're gonna return to one of our uh one of my favorite tools at least we're gonna go to randomlist.com yes. and we're gonna fill in some spooky story mad libs i'm always very happy when your game is just a, a randomlist.com sort of thing it's just like it, it's it's like using words but some but a computer picks them for you <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, so uh, we actually also we have a deep history of Mad Libs on our podcasts. Um, we they're just deeply rooted in our veins, in our podcast veins. Um, and I we would love say them. we I would say our history with Mad Libs probably transcends our history with podcasts. Like we were probably probably our interest in Mad Libs <laughs> is partially why we ended up even wanting to do a podcast in the first place. Why? 
guess. I think being maybe. the kind of kid that likes Mad Libs lends yeah, itself true. to being the kind of <laughs> millennial that likes podcasts. <laughs> true. Um, so I have found a spooky story Mad Lib. We're gonna do two. Uh, I hope they don't run too too long. But um, I've found I'm I found a spooky story Mad Lib, and the way I'm gonna do this um, is I am going to tell you the parts of speech and the kinds of words that I need, and I'm going to send you a bunch of different random lists. So this is going to be uh, great to edit. But, um, all right. So the first thing, the first thing I'm going to need from you is, um, so one of the things this story required was a random room, which wasn't a random list thing. So what I did is I uh, made up my own list of rooms and plugged it into their like random picker. So that yeah, one you you'll go. see listed as rooms. So give me a random room. Uh, whoop, that's adjectives. Okay. Breakfast nook. <laughs> you can tell I made this list. So, Okay. This this next this next like part of speech not a part of speech by any means but what they are asking for is something that gives off an odor. So I was gonna say probably you want me to just, just go hit with the a noun. noun button until I get something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, something that you think would give off a sufficient odor. You think a hospital would? Sure, people talk about hospital smell all the time. All right, cool. So hospital smell is meant to be like. The, the smell of like a really sterile like room, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, and like weird cleaners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people don't like that, which is where this is yeah. going to be Justin's weird because I kind of like that. I'm always okay. kind of like nice. <laughs> smells like a hospital. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I normally phrase it a little better where I'm like, nice. It smells like a dentist's office. Yeah, so I, my friend Joey, he used to have a van that the first time I ever got in, I was like, yo, your car smells like a dentist office. And he was like, no one's ever told me that before. But it like dentist office has a very distinct smell. I haven't spent a lot of time in hospitals, but if it's the same smell, I'm not going to say I like it, but like I can name it at, at once. At the drop of a zesty hat. Yeah. All right. So give me two more adjectives. All right. Elderly and juvenile. Wow, how about that? Wow. A body part. Calves. A verb. Peel. Gross. Oh my god, I hope you ask for a noun next. It really fits in with my body part. Uh, no, I need an adverb, but you can hold it for the next time you need a noun. Cool. Wait until you hear what that was. Unusually. A verb. Tremble. These are some pretty good Halloween ad uh, Halloween they verbs. They really are. Okay, two nouns. Well, the body part was calves, and the noun is cows. <laughs> and the other noun is impulse. Ooh, on the last paragraph. All right, we need. Uh, okay, use the people one, please. The famous person. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Neil Diamond. All right. Okay. Uh, do the people one again? Oh my God! It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> the twenty, the sign of twenty-three. <laughs> it's meant to be. It's meant to be. You're twenty-three. That's what they say on your twenty-third birthday. Exactly. Right? It's meant to be. You're twenty-three. Michael Jordan's here. Burma shave. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm Michael Jordan. 
Have a good night. Um, a verb. Uh, return. Okay, and then two nouns, and we're done. Cap and fork. Put a fork in it. We are done. All right. So let, let now I'm going to redo the story. It doesn't have a name, um, but I should say where it came from. It's from, I just Googled, like, you know, spooky story Mad Libs. Uh, it is from Diva Girls Party and Stuff.com. It's a yes. ghost story Mad Lib. <laughs> um, all right. So let me read you, redo your story now. We weren't allowed to go into the breakfast nook, and we really didn't want to. <laughs> it was. Th- <laughs> It was, it was therapeutic and upset and smelled like a hospital, the st- which I loved because that's actually really eerie. Yeah. Um, the steps leading down into the breakfast nook were elderly, and there was a juvenile lamp next to the beginner. It felt wistful, and we wanted to mourn. Oh, my God. Ooh, somebody died in this breakfast nook. <laughs> For sure. Somebody died of, like, natural causes in this breakfast nook. (laughs) Uh, We crawled towards the breakfast nook 692 steps at a time. Oh, my. At a time. (laughs) What a crawl. Wait, until our calves peeled unusually. (laughs) This is awful. This is like a a level of hell. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we were too scared to tremble. That's like a really good phrase. (laughs) Holy shit. This is the best Mad Lib I've ever heard. Really? Um, (laughs) It's about to get better. There was always an aware cow coming up from behind the (laughs) impulse. (laughs) And we weren't brave enough to print it. Oh, man. That's like the author writing this after the fact. Like, (laughs) yeah. One day, there was a radiating sound. It was coming from the breakfast nook. We wanted to know what was making the sound, but we were afraid we might crash. <laughs> Very anxious about driving. We were afraid we might crash on the way there. Uh, I was thinking we- of it like two robots are telling this story. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, we bumped and increased. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with a little <laughs> bump and increase. Um, but each time the fear would switch over us and we would back away terrified. Finally, <laughs> Neil Diamond decided to face the fear and go down to the breakfast nook. So I realize in the story the the actual uh the actual what they ask for was a person you know. So like right. someone it's like you a person know, in so the room if like, you're doing it with a bunch yeah, of kids. It's really like someone you're hanging out with. So like in this situation, I guess we're hanging out with Neil Diamond. Um when we didn't hear tasting, we became encouraged and followed behind, praying we would not be stopped by whatever it was that parted and needed down there. Oh, uh, right. When we made it to the very bottom, we calculated. <laughs> Feet wrapped tightly around each other, barely yeah. surrounding. Then we saw it. It was messy, and it was detecting tediously. We moved closer. We couldn't breathe. It was Michael Jordan returning the cap in the fork. <laughs> oh. <laughs> returning the cap in your ass. He put it there <laughs> once before. <laughs> and he'll do it again. Wow. It was really anticlimactic after like a very, <laughs> very vivid, like spooky yeah. imagery of, of, a, of a picture there. And then. At the end, it's like, uh, it was just Michael Jordan hanging out, doing Putting something. Putting a cat in a fork. <laughs> yeah. 
And the silver um, spoon. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to do the next one. All so, right. yeah, let's so get your get your random generators ready and Roman. That's what they say about cars, right? Give me a room. Conservatory. <laughs> Got a lot of inspiration from Clue when writing this list of rooms. Yeah, yeah, like the billiards room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a room that only exists in Clue. Um, there's gotta be someone who has a billiards room. Come on now. Surely, even if you have a billiards room, you call it something other than the billiards room. Maybe. Give me a body part. Waste. Um, give me, okay, give me a noun, but give, make sure it's abstract. So, like, give me the first yeah, abstract yeah. noun you come across. Humor. Do you ever have a thing when, you, when you're reading one word that you think you, like, said the word wrong, even though it was, like... Like just now, saying yeah. humor, I was like, "Man, I'm sure I said that in a way that's completely." <laughs> no, she doesn't know what sure. I just said. Um, a hol. I don't think I gave you a holiday uh, generator, but there is one. All right, nope, no problem. Do <laughs> you? Want- I can link you to it. All right, I got it. You got it. Okay. Flag day. Oops. Okay. Is flag day Matt's birthday? No, it's near it. It's Flag Day is June 14th, I think. Yeah, it is. I didn't know when Flag Day was, but I just saw Flag Day June 14th and I was like, that's around Matt's birthday. It's around Matt's birthday, yeah. Um, give me a, a food. Did I give you a food one? I might have just put one. I put a couple more in there because I forgot about them. Lemon peel. Oh, I should have said give me a clams geese. I forgot that's what that is. <laughs> Okay, uh, give me a noun and a verb, and then we're, uh, oh, wait, no, 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 whoops, sorry, I just scrolled. Well, the noun is bucket, the verb, verb. is kneel. I almost spelled it like Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah, the verb is to, to Neil Diamond. Uh, I just added some more there. Give me a celebrity. Oh, no, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, no. Uh, now give me a, give me a famous person. Oh, as opposed to a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's like people and celebrities. I yeah, want. Yeah, I, I oh, see okay. it. Famous person, uh, Neil Armstrong. Uh, Neil Diamond. Neil, in quotes, Diamond Armstrong. <laughs> uh, give me an animal. Dingo. Give me a world city. Sao Paulo. Uh, give me another celebrity. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh my goodness, this takes place in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> Give me a cocktail. Is that just you asking for one? <laughs> yes, please. Give me uh, a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, that's how I don't you care what it is. <laughs> uh, you got a gin gimlet. Isn't that just a gimlet? I, I thought so too, but I didn't want to <laughs> impose. Wow. So it it brought up a list of four cocktails. So the four options were Gin Gimlet, Cosmopolitan, Adios Motherfucker, (laughs) and and Chambord Kier Royale. The Adios Motherfucker, I know you're wondering, is an ounce of vodka, an ounce of gin, an ounce of light rum, an ounce of triple sec, sour mix, and blue curacao, which I think is like- extremely close to just being a Long Island iced tea. That's what I was going to say. It's like a Long Island uh, blue raspberry soda or something. (laughs) (laughs) A Long Island that drink from Friendly's. (laughs) 
All right, we just have a couple more. Give me a restaurant. Adios, motherfucker. Just looks like the uh, the the friendliest blue drink, that I guess, so as bad. it would with that. Oh, Denny's is your restaurant. <laughs> nice. Wow, have you ever heard of a restaurant called Quaker Steak and Lube? Um, yes. There's one in a. There's one in Harrisonburg. What the fuck? Who wants right? lube and steak <laughs> at the same time? Yeah, I don't really know what the deal is, but there is one. Okay, we just need a body part and an adjective, and then we're done. Your body part is hand, and your adjective is cynical. All right. Okay, so what I... I, I lied to you. Um, it's not a story at all. It's three what? songs. I have... Oh, um, yes! <laughs> I didn't want to tell you that they were songs, because I thought you might guess what some of them are based on the parts of speech, which now you probably might be able to. Um, but... No fucking idea. How? <laughs> okay, what? Cool. How? <laughs> all right. Well, um, so I've done three little snippets of three spooky Halloween songs, and the first one is... Uh, well, I'm like racking my brain for Halloween songs, and the only thing <laughs> coming to mind is scary, it. spooky skeletons. <laughs> don't even think about it then. So the first one, it used to be the Monster Mash, but it's not anymore. Let me, uh, I'm going to hey, speak okay. sing this one for you. I was walking in the breakfast nook late one night. <laughs> I was vanishing. I was walking cons- <laughs> in a Chinese restaurant late one night. <laughs> Man, that was not walking either. That's I was working in the graveyard. Or was wait, is it? I don't know. I was, I working, was working in the, in the lab. lab is what the real yeah. Yeah. I was walking in a graveyard was my version. <laughs> I just don't think there's enough songs about walking, okay? Do something about it then. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I was Vanishing in the conservatory late one night, when my <laughs> waist beheld a bashful sight, for my rifle from his line began to repeat, and shocking to my humor, <laughs> going bad, he did the account- Shocking to my humor kind of sounds like an old-timey <laughs> medical thing. It does. <laughs> he did the account. He did the airport account. He did- <laughs> Oh, man, this is a very, like, mundane office version of it. (laughs) The airport account. It was an actor face. He did the account. (laughs) It got got caught on a pen. He did the account. He did the airport account. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the reason why this was so hard to do pop music was because I just actually sob because they're so funny to me um that was very uh, good so yeah that was airport account uh a new (laughs) halloween classic um and so this next one (laughs) um this next one is um from a little movie that i like to call the nightmare before christmas um right yeah it's not this This is is flag day this is flag day (laughs) Um, scissors and horses of every age. Wouldn't you like to stretch something broad? Muddle with us and you will transport this our town of Flag Day. <laughs> flag Day. Oh man, this needs to be a sequel. <laughs> um, Nightmare Before Flag Day. <laughs> Matt's birthday before Flag Day. Um, 
This is Flag Day. This is Flag Day. Lemon pe- lemon peel scream in the dead of night. This is Flag Day. Everybody make a trail because it's like nice outside and you want to go like hiking on a <laughs> yeah. trail. Um, <laughs> interfere. Uh, no, interfere or grain till the neighbor is going to expand of thought. <laughs> Uh. Um, it's it's our bucket. Everybody kneel in this town of Flag Day. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's this is Flag Day. Uh, coming soon to nowhere. Yep, yeah. No. Um, good song. Good song. And so the next one, this is the one where I thought you might guess from parts of speech, is a snippet from our favorite song, Werewolves of London. Yeah, figured that out right as you were about to say it. <laughs> well, I saw Johnny Depp walking with Neil Armstrong, <laughs> doing the wear dingo of Sao Paulo. Uh. <laughs> I saw Daniel Radcliffe walking with Neil Armstrong, doing the wear dingo of Sao Paulo. I saw a wear dingo drink at a gin gimlet at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really wish that was I saw the wear dingo drinking an adios motherfucker at Denny's. <laughs> and his hand was cynical. <laughs> uh, ooh, wear dingoes of Sao Paulo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Songs are so good for Mad Libs. We learned this a long time ago when on our very old podcast. We did pop music Mad Libs and like I cried the entire time. I just think it's the funniest thing in the whole goddamn world. Um, They'll rip your lungs out, Johnny Depp. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I got. It actually is a, it's like took very long, but a short game. Uh, yeah, in, it's going to be like a 10-minute episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's fine. Um, Hell, yeah. <laughs> that's our Halloween gift to you. Yeah. Oh, man, those make me like, I'm like shaking now, like a, like an adrenaline I am rush, too scared like. to tremble. <laughs> I just want to do more. Um, yeah, I forgot how good doing song uh mad libs is but it is very good it is the best thing we're gonna have to do that at another time well we should we'll do christmas songs for sure yeah we will (laughs) we will do Do a christmas song video anyway that's that was wonderwall uh and (laughs) i'm allison everybody have a good night i'm dead I'm Rod um, Serling. <laughs> I'm Rod Serling. Have a good night. Um, but yeah, so that was, um, I don't know if I, I, I said at the beginning, I uh, Justin was using randomlist.com, a bunch of different random generators from randomlist.com to get me those parts of speech and fill in the different words that I asked for. Um, so yeah, randomlist is just a great collection of any kind of, um, any kind of random generator you could possibly need. Uh Except for a random generator of just rooms in a house, which I had to make up myself. But hey, that's okay. So that's that was that. Um, and the you can, if you would like to, uh, email us about how uh, how much fun you just had or how scared you were. <laughs> wow, um, <laughs> that's a really good way to ask for people to talk to us. If you want to email us about how much fun you just had. Um, you can email us at, it's robots at batcamp.org. You can, um, also tweet at us. It's at robot typewriter. You can also DM us. You don't have to like publicly tweet. 
you can also find us on Facebook. We're Robots on Typewriters on Facebook. And um, we live on a website called Batcamp. That's Batcamp.org. You can find Batcamp across um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Batcamp site. And our theme song was perfect. Um, our theme song was... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, uh, you got me. I was not ready for that. <laughs> I didn't know it was happening until it did. Our theme song was Video Challenge by Anna Monaguchi. Um, and man, I don't have a... I, I don't have, have a it. last thing, but I do want to say we did uh, theme everything up for Halloween. It's at Robots... What is it? At- oh, it's Robots... Well, the, the handle is the same, but now we are Robots on Type Spiders. And it's right. really cute. And of course, Bat Camp is now Bat Camp. <laughs> Bat <laughs> that that's the joke I was trying to get out that oh. I fucked up because I forgot type spiders. <laughs> Whenever Halloween comes around and we're trying to do a podcast, it always reminds me when we were trying to do a TBNL Halloween episode and I had this list of ideas and on it was just skeletons. <laughs> and that always really made me laugh because I don't know what the idea was. <laughs> It's actually so good. How do you just do a podcast that is skeletons? <laughs>